0: Greetings, Earthlings. For everything in life that's truly valuable, there's a counterfeit. And I think it's always important to remember that when there's a calling or destiny on your life, you're going to have these dark forces coming up against you, trying to stop you and trap you with various labels, rules, and rituals that can fool you or trick you into thinking that you can earn your worth or earn your value or earn your way to heaven by completing a checklist, a series of deeds, um, and not to mention deeds that are created by humans and rules and regulations that are created by humans, not by um, the one who created us. So if you stick with us today, we're going to be talking about how you should beware of religion. What are the dangers of religion? We'll discuss that in today's podcast. So welcome and thank you for listening. So, I was watching another video of a Muslim who had became a Christian and one verse specifically stood out to him. It was in Matthew 3 when John the Baptist was baptizing people in the Jordan River. The Pharisees came down to essentially watch the baptisms happened, but really they were just coming to judge and give their opinion on everything and tell everybody they're doing this wrong and uh, you should do it our way. You should practice what we preach. So John the Baptist says to them, you brood of vipers, prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turn to God. Don't just say to each other, we are safe for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing to you, for I tell you, God can create children of Abraham out of these very stones. Even now the axe of God's judgment is poised, ready to sever the roots of trees. Yes, every tree that does not bear fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. So what he says to the Pharisees is, you're not safe just because of your status. You're not safe just because of the label you have on you. And in Matthew 5.20, and I'm telling you, I was going to use all of the Gospels um, to, I was going to use all the verses in the the Gospels where the Pharisees try to attack Jesus and try to trap him and find ways that they can catch him. But Matthew was so jam-packed that all the verses today are, are only going to come from Matthew. So in another scenario in Matthew, Jesus says, but I warn you, Unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of the law and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So, let's reflect. You Unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of the law and the Pharisees. So, he's saying the, the people who, you know, use religion to force their way onto people, to control people, to have power over people, that's not righteousness. And righteousness as, de- as defined as what's right. You know, the noun of, it's righteousness, it's being right. So, God's law is right. The Pharisees, um, well, he's basically saying they'll never enter the kingdom of heaven, even though they think that they will. So... <clears throat> What does Jesus mean by this? In verse 44 and 45, he says, Pray for those who persecute you, and that way you will be acting as true children of heaven. If you love those who love you, the Pharisees, they love each other. Um, They don't love anybody else who's below them. What gain is there in that? And this is what Jesus is saying. This is what he meant by the Pharisees. He continues with, If you are only kind to your friends, how are you different than anyone else? the Pharisees, they're only kind to each other. How is, how is that shining out? How is that making yourself the light of the world if you're ostracizing people? And these people are supposedly religious. Once again, Jesus is saying you have to be more righteous than the teachers of the law. Um, and this is a hard perspective for people who are coming at The Bible, trying to explore the Bible or Christianity for the first time. It's a hard concept to understand because you think Christians, religion, Christians, laws, Christians, you can, can't do this. But it's really, you're following the teachings of Jesus. So you can call yourself a Christian and not be one. You can call yourself anything really and not be one. But but you got to walk the walk if you talk the talk. So let's continue. In chapter 7, Jesus speaks about how even people who prophesied in his name will be cast out of heaven. So there, this is goes again. There are people that are gonna say, "But I did this in your name. I did. I was a Christian. And I, but I was a Christian." And Jesus is gonna say, "Depart from me. I never knew you." And that word "knew," k n e w, is a Greek word called "gnosko," that means intimacy, like husband and wife intimacy. Did I have a relationship with you? Were we intimate? Did you love me with all your heart? Because I loved you with all my heart. It's about love. It's not about rules and relationships. So this this tells you that you can follow rules and rituals of religion and still not know who God truly is. He wants a relationship, not rituals. So throughout each book of the gospel, the Pharisees are constantly trying to trap and catch Jesus breaking the quote-unquote religious laws. So they bring... Charges so that they can bring charges against him. That's all they wanted to do because they hated him for exposing their hypocrisy. Matthew 12, verse 14 states that the Pharisees gathered and plotted a way to kill him. So he's essentially killed by his own people. In Matthew 12, verse 34... After they are yet again, the Pharisees are yet again trying to trap Jesus, he says, you brood of vipers, how could evil men like you speak for what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. So he's saying, how can the Pharisees, who are evil, speak what is good and right? They can't. And they're the religious leaders of the law. People hide behind religion. Or a label. It's an excuse for not becoming who they are truly meant to be. It's an excuse to control people. And as much as I want to deny it, there are people who are hungry for power that they'll do anything. I'll never understand it. I, I dig through Proverbs trying to understand it, but I'm just going to keep holding on. So they teach man made ideas as commandments from God. And that's another thing that he says is like, <clears throat> They make up these rules and they say that they're from God, but they're actually another form to control you. In one scenario, they're trying to trap Jesus by bringing to light the fact that some ignore the ceremonial tradition by not washing their hands before they eat. Furthermore, Jesus replies, "...from the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, lying, and slander. These things are what defile you, not..." Not forgetting to wash your hands before you eat. So he's saying murder, lying, sexual immorality, theft. Those things defile you, not if you do or don't wash your hands before you eat. Once again, not rules. So when people say, oh, you're a Christian. Yes, I am a Christian, but I'm also a follower of Jesus. I follow his teachings, which are affirmed by his actions and confirmed through facts through history and with God's spirit confirming to me what Jesus spoke is true. So, I don't let anyone bully me for believing in Christ. In fact, Christ says anyone who follows him must be willing to suffer, must be ready to suffer. So, Christ said, if you want to follow him, you got to pick up your cross. You got to suffer for the sake of others. And, Islam, Catholicism, Judaism, Mormons, Mormonism, I don't know. Um, Rules. What does Islam say? You got to do Hajj. You got to give Zakat. You got to do something. You got to publicly say the Shahada. Catholicism. Um, Confess your sins. Uh, What is that thing when they're... um, Oh, first communion. You gotta you, you gotta follow all these rules. Same with Judaism, same with Mormons. You I remember when I was reading the Quran and, and I used to consider myself a Muslim, there was a verse that says that Allah does not love those who do things in excess. And there's many verses like that throughout the Quran. God loves those who God does not love those who and there's a series of sins. Not one place in the Bible does God say that he does not love you. I mean, he is your one true love, and he is your soulmate. So I just wanted to leave you guys with that. And the last thing I want to say is that even people who don't have a religion, be careful because they might not practice what they preach. If someone doesn't practice what they preach, or you can sense hypocrisy in someone, you turn the other way. It's almost like you're running a race, and Paul used this metaphor, you're running a race to eternity. And if you let these things on your back, they're going to weigh you down and slow you down. It's going to take you longer to get to the finish line. So beware of religion. Beware of rules and rituals. It's about relationship. It's about that gnosko intimacy with the one who created you. And God says, pray. If you want wisdom, pray, and he will give it to anyone who asks. So Thank you for listening, and I hope you got something out of that. Bye.